Welcome to the Mastery Matrix podcast. I am your host, Kyrie. And on this side of the podcast world, we geek out on human potential and transformation. You know, how to disrupt ourselves, elevate to mastery, and build our mind, body, spirit, and systems for greatness. I hope you're ready, guys, because I am. Let's go. So one of the superpowers that I probably owe to 20 plus years of being extremely shy was that I end, you know, having to observe the world instead of really being part of it. And that I also owe to 12 years of project management, auditing and consulting and investigating is the superpower of being a, what I call a solutionist, right? A person who's really good at solving a problem and Becoming an awesome problem solver is probably in a lot of ways something that's going to feel like it goes against common sense and it goes against what most people do. But I can guarantee you that the best problem solvers are the people that a lot of people gravitate around, right? When you think about uh, amazing masters at whatever their craft is, I can guarantee you that they are really good at solving what seems like an issue. Whether you're looking at business strategists in the um, business world, whether you're looking at very high level athletes, right? When you're looking at uh, uh, artists who have reached a peak level, they, there's no way that they got to that level without facing a lot of different problems and issues. And they just became really good at solving them, at get, getting to the other side of the problems, right? So that is what we're talking about today. When you're When you become really good at solving problems, it means that you are becoming really good at creating value for people. The bigger, the more urgent, the more painful problems you solve, the more value you're going to create and the more value you're going to receive in return as well. And for you, uh, for yourself, it creates a huge amount of confidence to know that you can tackle anything, right? Because you become really good at not staying in situations that you don't like or in situations that don't correspond to your values or that don't really uh, reflect what you want in your experience. You become really good at not staying in them for too long, okay? And for others, people who are gravitating around you, you becoming a great problem solver means that you're going to attract really high caliber of people around you. You're going to build strong relationships. And of course, the money comes with it as well. And so people who solve problems, who have that strong problem solving mindset, that's what I call solutionists. Okay. And this episode today is to help you become a solutionist. So how do you do that? The first thing I want you to to do is to have a quick mindset shift. There is always a solution to any problem. I know for some people it's like, no, it is not possible, etc. But there is always a solution to any problem. Law of polarity, there is no problem that exists without its solution. There is nothing in existence without its opposite. Okay, so that is the first mindset shift. There is always a solution. And a lot of times we're just so focused on one point of view, one perspective that we don't see the solutions. Okay. So this is one thing. There is a solution, whatever you're facing right now, there is a solution for it. Second thing is you have to choose faith over fear. All right. People usually give up way too early before they get to the solution because they take their belief about the current circumstances as the absolute truth. 
they don't realize that deciding to do that is a decision. It's a choice, right? Instead, what you really want to start focusing on is remembering that there is always a solution and choosing the faith over the fear that's going to make you quit. Okay. Faith means I'm going to continue. I'm going to search for it. There is a solution. I'm going to stay consistent until I find it. Okay. That most people don't do. Most people give up way, way early because they choose the fear, right? So Law of polarity number one, remembering that there is always a solution, choose faith over fear and choose to find the solution to anything you're looking for. When I think about when I decided in 2009, it was 2008, when I decided, hey, you know what? I don't want to work in an office for someone. I want to be able to work for, from home. And back then that was when, depending on when you're listening to this, that was 13 years ago. Working from home was not really a thing. Working from home was not really a thing. So it was not very easy to find a really strong career where you could work from your home, right? But for me, it was a non-negotiable. And the mindset was, there has to be a way to create this. So I kept searching. And I remember while I was doing my master's degree in uh, project management, one of the lecturers that came and did a presentation had was the president of uh, a really strong consulting firm in Canada. And I inquired about him for some reason. And someone told me, oh, yeah, his his business is really growing and it's all virtual. Like all of his employees work from home. I was like, bingo. I got it. I found it. This is exactly what I want. And it was a consulting job, which is something I had been looking for to really accelerate uh, growing my business acumen. Right. So it was perfect. Now, I went, I remember he came and did his presentation. Then I reached out and I was like, I want to work for you. He said, I am not hiring. I asked even an intern, like, I'm willing to not be paid for this. It was like, no, 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 not interested yet. Guys, it took me two years of knocking on his door every single month, reaching out to to his team, developing relationships, et cetera, to, to be able to land this job. Right. And when I was uh, in the middle of my first mat leave, he his team reached out to me. Hey, we have a position. Are you interested? I was like, oh, heck yes. Right. So that took being very consistent, having that mindset of there is going to be a solution for this. Even if it's not him, I need to stay on the course so that I can land a job as a consultant, working in project management, high level, but working from my home, right? And every single position that I've um, been able to, to get, even how I started my own business was always with that idea of there is a solution for this. I just have to be open-minded enough. I just have to open my eyes long enough so I can see it. Okay. So that is the first thing. Mindset shift, guys. Number two, get in the habit of asking a ton of questions. Be curious. The inquiring mind is super, super powerful. You want to be in this in a position to ask more questions than you are stating facts. Okay, let me repeat this. You want to get in the habit of asking questions versus versus stating facts. That makes a huge, huge, huge difference. If you have a business, you want to be someone who asks a ton of questions to your clients, inquiring where they're at, what do they need, what's going on, et cetera, versus going with what most people do is just deciding on their perspective and just sticking to it, right? 
You want to ask questions when you're doing consultations with people, ask questions versus versus talking, right? When you're interviewing someone, when you're meeting new people, when you're meeting someone who could potentially be a mentor, ask questions versus stating facts and talking. The more you become really good at asking questions, the more you're going to see your mind start working in a very different way and constantly looking for interconnections between things that are being said, between things that you've heard before, etc. right? And that's going to help you really start zooming out of issues and, st- and seeing those interconnections, right? And it's going to help you see different perspectives from what might have been your initial point of view. So asking a ton, ton, ton of questions and being very curious, no matter what you're facing, is a huge game changer, right? And for a lot of introverts who don't typically like to talk about themselves, they tend to be better at asking questions, but no matter how you label yourself, get in the habit of asking questions. People love to answer questions. People love to see that you have uh, that inquiring mind, that you're curious. And that's going to open up a lot, of, a lot, a lot of um, different perspectives to you, right? And things you couldn't even think about before asking questions. And the, you become really good at asking the right questions as well and getting that intuitive hit, right? When you're onto something, you get it because you're asking questions. All right. So number one, we talked about the mindset shift of having faith that there is always a solution. And number two, asking a ton of questions. And then the third thing, which is probably the one that's a little bit harder to grasp, but it is, I 100% believe in this. And that is the power of inspiration and inspired action. Here's what happens. As you're trying to solve a problem, And as you start asking questions, even if it's in your head, oh my God, what would it take for me to solve this? What would it take for me to find a solution to this? What, what, what would change this? What would create this, right? You have that going in the back of your mind. You're going to start having flashes of ideas. You're going to start thinking of some random thoughts of something that you could do or somebody you should call or whatever. Act on those flashes of ideas. Don't delay them. They're always on time. And if you pay attention, your subconscious is going to take over and give you the solution and show you what you're not yet seeing. Okay. So ask a ton of questions. And when you get those flashes of ideas, of ideas, which I guarantee you will make sure that you act on them, because here's what's happening. When you are asking questions, whether you're talking to somebody, or as I said, you're like in the back of your mind, you're asking this question so that you can start seeing answers. What's happening is that in your mind, your reticular activating system, which is the the set of filters that help you get through the day are going to start changing to kind of adapt to that. So in any given, at any given point, any given moment, there is millions of bits of information that are of information that are going around you. If you were to take in all of that information at once, you would probably like your internal system would just crash, right? It's too much data. But your RAS, your system, your filtering system gives you only what it thinks you need at any given time. Okay. So if you're in your mind, you're focused on, okay, where's the solution? Where's the solution? Where's the solution? Guess what filters are being installed in your mind at that time? filters to find the solution. And so all of a sudden you're going to start seeing, getting these bursts, bursts of idea 
that are going to be like, oh, huh, this kind of, this is weird. I didn't think about that. Why don't I explore it? Go right ahead and take action on whatever those flashes of ideas are. Okay. And be okay with some of those ideas, not even working out the way you thought they would work. There is always wisdom in that. And there is something that's being put in motion to bring you the solution that you need. How many times did I have flashes of ideas like that, went on to implement them and then not seen results for like days or weeks or even months. And then all of a sudden, bam, the things come back and it solves everything. It's the, the, the important thing is to go ahead and take action, even if you don't understand it yet. Okay. That thing that flat, that flash that comes to your mind and it says, oh, I haven't spoken to this person that I have in, in 10 years. And all of a sudden I'm thinking about them. Let me reach out. Maybe there's something there, right? So even when you don't understand, or even when you feel like it's not the thing that you did is not giving you the result you were expecting, there is something in there and the information is always, always on time. All right. Now, if you really have no clue, there's going to be problems that you're trying to solve, whether in your business or in your life, no matter what art form you're choosing for mastery, that you really have no clue how to solve, right? Or you don't know what option to choose. You feel stuck. This is, again, a case where you want to let your subconscious mind take over. I do personally a lot of meditation for that, taking showers. I have the most brilliant ideas and underwater, taking a shower in the swimming pool, whatever. That's my thing for you. It might be something else for other people. It might be taking walks, etc. What gets you to calm the mind, right? And for some people it's sleeping too. A lot of times I get my ideas while I'm either dreaming or in that, you know, uh, REM state. That's where I get a lot of ideas as well. So what is the thing that you can do that gets you to calm the mind? so that your subconscious mind can really take over and give you those bursts, right? Do brain dumps right before you go to bed. Have something, have a journal, whatever, where you brain dump what's happening, the questions that you have, etc. Leave them next to your bed. This is what I do all the time. I leave that next to my bed and then I'll wake up and ideas will flash in my mind. I just write them down, okay? Learn to really get your, your mind to calm, to ask questions, but get your mind to calm down enough that you can see some flashes of ideas, uh, uh, get new, uh, perspectives on things, etc. that you can then right away, go ahead and take action on. Okay. So it is very, very important to know that you got this. Every single one of us is a problem solver. We're really strong at this, but what gets in the way is a lot of past data. It's a lot of past memories. It's a lot of programming that's repeating over and over and over again. Do a pattern interrupt with this. Decide, number one, that you're going to get in the mindset of there is always a solution to any problem. If you need to make this a mantra, make this a mantra. That is absolutely fine. And then get, start getting in the habit of asking a ton of questions. If there's one habit that I want to, that I would love for you to be able to take uh, away from this episode is how do I become someone who asks questions, who does not just uh, state facts, but who really asks questions and it becomes really a good, um, a good interviewer or someone who's really good at investigating. Right. And then from there, just being okay with 
not having the definitive answer right away, but really being willing to experiment. When you get the flashes of ideas, go ahead and implement, right? And the thing you'll notice, I guarantee you guys, is that as you learn to do that, you're going to start becoming so intuitive in everything that you do. You'll know what type of questions to ask. You'll know kind of who to go to to ask questions. You'll know when you're onto something real versus ah, maybe something that's just, you know, repeating from past data. And remember that your course is always autocorrecting. So the important thing is to stay in motion. And as you stay in motion, you're going to be able to adjust the wheel, right? Like when you're driving, you're not just holding the wheel in one direction. It's constantly doing these tidy, tiny, tiny adjustments. That's how this will feel like. And that is okay. That is how it is supposed to be. All right. Make it super fun. Become a solutionist, as I call them. Become really good at solving problem. And you're going to change your life and you're going to change the life, the lives of people around you. All right. I love you so much. I will talk to you next week. (laughs) There you have it. If you got any insight from today's show, guys, please make sure that you leave a review and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. That would mean a lot to me. Also, the conversation continues and I want you to connect with me on IG or Facebook at Kyrie Var. Now this information is in the show notes, so you can grab it in there and message me with your biggest takeaway from today's show. All right. So thanks again so much for being here with me today. I will see you very soon.